listening to the Paul McGuire Report. I'm Paul McGuire. In today's program, I want to give you an update on technology that already exists. It is already being used. So this is not a theoretical, futuristic scenario. It's happening now. It's just that the overwhelming majority of people remain clueless and live in a place called oblivion. They are oblivious to reality, reality being what is really happening, not what you think is happening, not your imagination, not some fantasy, not some being placated by uh, some aberrant theological perception on, on life. Reality is the real deal. It's what's really there, or what Dr. Francis Schaeffer called final reality, or true truth. Because a lot of people say that this is reality, that's reality. But it's not. It's an illusion. It's programming. For example, the average person in America does not know what America is supposed to be all about, has no idea about the historical roots of America. And therefore, because in a sense you could say their brains have been wiped clean, they can be led, they can be deceived, they can be deluded. And eventually, people that are deluded, people that are deceived, people that are led because of false ideas. We have to understand, this is, this is something that, you know, you, you, there's no middle ground. You either get it or you don't get it. And if you don't get it, you're going to pay a price. And you're going to pass that negative price on to your kids and grandkids or until however long it is until the Lord returns. So the price is and has always been the same since the beginning, outlined in the book of Genesis and carries through to the book of Revelation. If you reject the truth, you will go into captivity, die, or worse. That is the basic truth above all truths. And when Adam and Eve rejected the truth and believed a lie, a lie uh, communicated to them by Lucifer or Satan, who was indwelling uh, a reptilian serpent-like being, okay, the serpent of old. He told them lies. They believed the lies because they rejected the truth, and the end result was the fall of man, and the end result for them was they lost eternal life, they lost paradise, and the entire world and their physical bodies and the entire thing crashed. And they became, as the Bible says, slaves to sin. And what does that mean? When you reject the truth, you go into captivity. Going into captivity means you become a slave or worse. So let's fast forward. The pilgrims and Puritans, as I've written about in my books, the pilgrims and Puritans, they attempted to build America based on a biblical worldview, uh, based on the truth of God's word, based on making a covenant with God outlined in Deuteronomy 28, the blessings and the curses. And we saw the results of that. When you believe the truth, when you practice the truth, you are, first of all, set free. You become a free person and a free nation. Only the truth can bring about a free person and a free nation. Lies always, 100% of the time, 
lies always bring about captivity or slavery. I mean, this is a very simple, no-brainer concept, but it's absent from the minds of the people intentionally. So here we are now um, in the future from when the Pilgrims and Puritans created a society that produced the American dream with all the freedoms, I mean, real freedoms in the Constitution and Bill of Rights. And we have been rejecting the truth, and the church, for the most part, has been rejecting the truth for decade after decade after decade, and so on and so forth. And as the church rejects the truth, the, tr- the church goes into captivity. The church becomes a slave. See, it's all, it's all interconnected. And then, of course, the outward society goes into captivity and slavery. And in our time period, the invisible elite that do exist and huge percentages of people are beginning, even in the secular community, I, I think perhaps that in the secular community or the non-Christian community, there, there appears to be a more powerful awakening, if you will, than what's going on in the so-called Christian community. It appears that there's an awakening uh, among secular non-believing people, an awakening to what's really happening in our nation and how dangerous it is if we continue on in this direction. It appears that numerically there, there's more people in the secular community and even in what you might call the New Age type community or Eastern mystical type community, there's some kind of awakening going on because they're recognizing the danger, the reality, which is, by the way, a, a reaction of truth. Now, when it comes to very important areas, they don't have the truth because ultimately the truth is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. So, there is still an awakening going on in the Christian community, but at this point, it is not as accelerated as it should be. And by that, I mean, given the level of danger we're in, given the enormity of the threat that we're in, the, the sane reaction, the proper reaction before God is a clash of truth against stupidity and illusion and deception and delusion. There has to be a confrontation. I'm talking about a law-abiding, peaceful, spiritual confrontation. But let's, let's, let's not kid ourselves. The message of the Bible is considered radical in today's society, and the message of the Bible is considered radical even in the largest percentage of the so-called Christian church. The larger percentage of the Christian church rejects the Bible. They're embarrassed by the Bible. They don't know what the Bible says. They don't study the Bible. And they're like washed-up sludge from a, a, a polluted ocean on the beach. Have you ever seen that sludge stuff in the beaches of uh, Southern California? That's, that's, that's all the, the human waste, the, the toxic material and stuff that's being dumped into the ocean, and it spills back on the beaches. 
depending upon the tide. So there has to be a, a, a loving, not an angry, hostile, mean-spirited, self-righteous, legalistic confrontation. But there has to be a confrontation. There has to be a clash. Because one side or the other will prevail. And I'm talking about what's going on in the Christian church. One side or the other will prevail. So either those people who have embraced and believe a lie, who have rejected the truth, who have surrendered the truth, and replaced the truth with false doctrine and false teachers and uh, false belief systems, that brings people into captivity. If you, if you ask in an analytical way, what is the primary cause for the blatant, unabashed rise of authoritarianism, totalitarianism, a dictatorship in the form of a World Economic Forum, or what's called the Great Reset, what is the driving force that allows that to happen? What allows that to happen is when people reject the truth. You go all over the European Union, and you, you basically see, um, with few exceptions, Europe has succumbed because of the historical acceptance by powerful European nations during the time of the American Revolution. So we're talking in the time period around 1776 and after 1776 and before 1776, Europe was rejecting the truth of the Bible. Now, they also experienced the Protestant Reformation, which was the penetration of the truth of God's Word, which birthed the Pilgrim Movement and the Puritan Movement, who were strong Bible-believing Christians. But Europe birthed humanism, humanistic philosophers like Rousseau and Voltaire and others, and their humanistic belief system, which was built solidly upon a lie and a set of lies, a, a common delusion, was birthed in Europe. And so Europe, and the French Revolution especially, uh, came out of the thought stream of secular humanism and atheism, and secretly, behind the scenes, occultism. Now, Europe and the French Revolution, and I talk all about this in my book, uh, The Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind in the History of the World. Your job and my job is to become educated, which simply means to know the truth and communicate the truth. That is how we wage war, spiritual war, against the lie, against the demonic. Because after all, the people who are really high up in this movement towards a new world order, rebranded as the Great Reset, they, they are, in public, they are humanists. In private, they are occultists and Luciferians. But you have a dumbed-down church, and you have a dumbed-down populace that, that doesn't even know the basics about the reality that we live in. And so they are taken advantage of, as the Bible warns. God, God never wanted his people to go into captivity, which means slavery. But the, the price tag, the price tag that will always be paid by populations that reject the truth and embrace falsehood and embrace delusions, 
is always the same. It's captivity. It's slavery. And then slavery, after slavery, it's annihilation. Annihilation means, wake up, listen, mass death on an unprecedented proportion. Mass death. You say, what are you talking about? Read my books or go to the library. Nobody goes to the library anymore. Look it up. And you'll see that in every communist revolution, they killed hundreds of millions of people through starvation, through shooting them, through killing them in various ways, torturing them, sending them to concentration camps. And by the way, authoritarianism and totalitarianism doesn't necessarily have to be just communism or Marxism. It also can be fascism in the form of like Nazi Germany and Adolf Hitler, which created a they would call a scientific holocaust, which kills over 34 million people who were systematically killed. But they were so deluded, they were so deceived, that literally walking into the door of the gas chambers of Nazi Germany, literally walking through the door into the giant rooms where their bodies would be placed in ovens, walking through those doors where they would be put in ovens and burned to death, walking through the doors in the concentration camp to the vast rooms where they were told they were going to have a nice clean shower. They were so deceived in both cases that they believed the lie as they walked through the door. They weren't getting comfort. They were going to be burned alive. They weren't going to get a shower. They were going to be in a gas chamber. And can can you imagine the shock of people so solidly committed to denial and the acceptance of a lie that as they're naked, standing under the shower heads in the giant shower rooms, and they're expecting the hot water to come through the shower head, and they're going to get clean, and, and they're waiting for their shower, and they start to notice that the mist that's coming out of the shower head is not really hot water, but the mist is a poisonous gas, and then the people begin to gasp for breath, and there's this abhorrent coughing, and people start to drop, like in drop dead on the floor. Oh yeah, that that may upset you. Good. Maybe it'll wake you up, and maybe it'll motivate you to wake others up, because let me tell you something. God is not kidding. God is not joking when he writes in his word the progression of what happens when his people, I'm talking about his people, when his people reject the truth for a lie. Now, we're going to change gears here, and we're going to talk about lies in the form of technology that now exists. So remember the historical precedent. All the people that cheered for the communist Marxist uh, communist revolutions, they were told a lie over and over again because the communists are ultimately Satanists. Like Karl Marx was a Satanist, the, the essential father of communism. He was a Satanist. And they lied to the people. They told the people they were going to create a heaven on earth. They told the people, the masses, that they were going to bring about social justice. They told the people that they were going to have plenty to eat and redistribute the wealth fairly. 
and that they would have paradise on earth and a just society and all these wonderful things. But all of those things were lies. The exact opposite is what happened. The opposite is what happened. But how did they get to believe all these lies? Because they had a choice. They, they could have believed the truth. People were communicating the truth to them, but people didn't want to hear the truth. They wanted the lies. And the consequence of the lies was they lost all their freedom. They were starving to death. They were oppressed beyond anything that you and I can conceive of. And they were enslaved. And then they were murdered on a mass level. Adolf Hitler, you know, Germany's Messiah, and the Nazis. Hitler openly said he wanted to create a new world order. So the, the real uh, goal of the Nazis and the Third Reich was the creation of a new world order headed up by Hitler and the Nazis. And that, too, was a lie. But maybe not a total lie, because it was a new world order. It just was a satanic new world order. And the death toll and the suffering and the hardship and the brutality was off the charts. So let's remember that. And we're going to talk about how the lie expresses itself in technologies that are operational now in just a moment. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. Visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. We'll be back in just a moment. This is the Paul McGuire Report. I'm Paul McGuire. Okay, so let's talk about technology. Technology that is Orwellian, like in Big Brother, you know, spying on you and stuff like that. All, all that stuff came true. All of that stuff came true. I've been warning about this for a long time. And those of you that have been listening to me for a long time know that I have been warning about this for a long time. So. The people who really control planet Earth, that 1% of billionaire, trillionaire people and these elite families, or what can be phrased as Illuminati bloodline families, they have been pouring money into the development of science fiction-like technologies. But they're no longer in the realm of science fiction. They're now in the realm of reality. And our job is to be educated about it, not to get into a state of paranoia, not to allow ourselves to be overcome by fear, but making sure that we take time to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, power from on high, renewing our minds with the, with the Word of God, so that we are internally supernaturally fortified by the power of God's Word and by the power of His Spirit. Because it's only to the, to the degree that we're filled with the power of his spirit and the power of his word that we can overcome. And let's remember that the power of his spirit is the Holy Spirit, which is the spirit of truth. So if you think or claim to be filled with the Holy Spirit or power from on high, but your behavior, your, your verbiage, your actions, your, your belief system, is in opposition to the Word of God, then you are not filled with the Holy Spirit. You're filled with some kind of other spirit, and you're deceived. And people who are deceived are blinded from seeing the truth. And they are people that are, they are the people that will line up in, in motivated by the lie. 
because the World Economic Forum is telling the same lie as the Marxist revolutions, the communist revolutions, and the Hitlerian revolution. The World Economic Forum tells the lie that you will own nothing, but you'll, but you'll never be happier in your whole life. That's the biggest crock of you-know-what that anybody could possibly utter. How, I mean, how incredibly stupid would you have to believe that the billionaires, the 1%, the trillionaires, the people who really run planet Earth, that they're going to pay for you to live, sleep, eat, you know, have vacations, that they're going to pay the bill while you do nothing or next to nothing. You, you, you really believe that. And then they're going to take away everything you own by manipulating the financial system. So you'll own nothing. That's communism, by the way, even though the World Economic Forum is preaching it. You'll own nothing. And here's the big lie. And remember, Hitler said, the bigger the lie you tell the, the average man and the average woman, the bigger the lie is, Hitler said, the bigger the lie is, the more likely it will be that the people will believe and accept the lie. And the bigger the, uh, the lie you tell, the more likely it is that the masses will believe it, hook, line, and sinker. So the WEF, the World Economic Forum lie, is you'll own nothing, but you'll never be happier in your whole life. A complete lie. And anybody who had anything left of a brain and the ability to rationally think would know that it's a complete lie. What, what would be the motivation for them to do that? And if, if, if that was really true, why is it now and in, in history we don't see any evidence at all? of the elite, of the, of the ruling uh, families. We don't see any evidence at all of their generosity, of their willingness to give. Not, not the fake stuff that they, that they put in commercials and stuff about the, the wonderful good works they're doing through their foundations. They created foundations not to help, not to benefit mankind. The purpose of foundations is it is a very clever tax loophole that allows them and their high-priced lawyers to retain and keep their massive wealth tax-free and then pass it on to their children. That's the purpose of a foundation. It's a, it, it's, it's a, a, a protective mechanism so they can keep their wealth. Yeah, and they may spend their wealth on, on you know, mass population reduction, but they're not helping people. Look at the fruits. Jesus said you judge a tree by the fruit. Look at the fruits of the foundations and the fruit of this, of this 1% class, and it reveals everything you want to know about what their true intentions are. So they finance the development of technologies, and their spokespeople like Zbigniew Brzezinski and others came out in the open decades ago saying that they were going to create an electronic surveillance society. And so we now have and it's operational now, and it'll only get more sophisticated as time goes on. But at the recent World Economic Forum uh, gathering in Davos, Switzerland, the members who attended the WEF meeting um, were watching a presentation of a, a new brainwave monitoring technology, which was created, among other things, this new brainwave reading technology allows employers 
to electronically monitor the brain waves and the thoughts and the moods and the emotions of its employees. So the elite are financing brainwave monitoring technology, which can read the minds of its employees and its workers to see if they're really working hard or or they're really daydreaming or are they distracted. And even if two employees or more or whatever, if there's some kind of office romance or factory romance going on, if there's an attraction between two of the employees, they can detect that. And that would be considered a distraction. Now, I just gave you just one little bullet point of what this technology, which is already operational, can do. Does that sound like to you in any way, shape, or form the creation of a new world in which you will uh, own nothing? Well, yeah, maybe that part, you'll own nothing. But this part is definitely not coming true, just from based on that one bullet point I just gave you. And you'll never be happier in your whole life. Now, how could you be never happier in your whole life if you're being subjected to, against your will, brainwave reading technology, and your thoughts and your moods and your emotions are being electronically monitored? That is slavery of the worst form. That is not, you'll never be happier in your whole life. So let's just get it straight and settled in our heads that there's a big lie. And this lie, by the way, has been repeated and used against the masses and used against God's people over and over and over again throughout human history. And I've, I've given you the full spectrum of information in an easily digestible form in my books, Power from on High and the other books available to you at a 34% discount, and I pay for the shipping, you can get it at paulmcguire.us now and learn and spread knowledge, which is truth, so that people will be kept free. Because a lot of people are sucker punched by this, and they, and they swallow the pill, the poison pill. So the elites meeting in Switzerland um, are listening to a presentation, and with what they're told and shown on the video monitors and stuff is this new technology that can tell whether a person is paying attention or their mind is wandering. And you can discriminate between the kinds of things that they're paying attention to. So if somebody's daydreaming about um, the football game they, they watched the night before or whatever movie they watched the night before or whatever it is, if they're daydreaming about something that's not essential to the job, the brainwave reading technology can alert their employers and, and managers that they're, they're not really doing the job properly. They're not focused in on the job. And then there's a, a whole series of punishments. So whether they're doing something like the brainwave reading technology can determine whether they're doing something or focusing on something that is critical to their job performance or something they've been assigned to accomplish um, or something they've been programmed to accomplish or um, 
certain tasks like writing documentation or whether they're secretly doing, you know, things like surfing social media or, you know, going to some online dating website. They, they, can, they can be electronically monitored. And then this brainwave reading technology, along with specifically new forms of software and new kinds of surveillance technology, the power over the people's minds has a, a, a surgeon-like precision. And then the, 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 the global elites were shown a brief video uh, that was part of their presentation, which showed visually their concept for the workplace or working environment of the future. And in the future, and that means your future, your children's future, your grandchildren's future, in the future, the near future, um, the employee worries that their boss will detect you know, the romantic feelings that they have for one another or a coworker. And then um, there's also electronic readouts, readouts of their productivity. Now, I'm just talking about brainwave reading technology as it comes to the workplace. Brainwave reading technology will reveal your political beliefs, your religious beliefs. It's essentially uh, giant steps into the realm of mind-reading technology. And they, the way they packaged it and presented it was all in the positive, okay? They made it look like this was just positive, harmless technology. But it's not. It's not. It's, it's totalitarianism in its, not in its infancy, in its uh, first grade, second grade level. This technology is accelerating. And the same technology will eventually allow them to hear your, your thinking, to see what you're seeing in your imagination. It's a total intrusion and violation of your individuality. But, but then, of course, individuality is, is in the process of being programmed out of people's identities and minds into kind of a collective thinking or groupthink. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. Be sure to join and sign up to our e-blast list and join and follow and like, etc. our uh, social media pages like, uh, I forgot we've got so many, I can't remember <laughs> all of them. But so, like, sign up to them, join the e-blast. We give it to nobody, by the way. But it's important that you do that because there's a war against what we're saying. And one of the weapons of their warfare is to artificially rig or suppress the numbers of people and organizations and groups that are speaking the truth. And the only way you can do an end run around that is for you and me to stand together. And you do that by spreading our links and, and signing up and joining and following the various social media that you 
watch or hear us on. And I appreciate you for doing that. Okay. Visit paulmcguire.us. You can get, uh, you see a list of uh, all the social media sites we're on, and your help would be greatly appreciated. Okay. Now, other areas that this technology is being slotted for, of course, is the medical industry, big pharma. I did a big expose on big pharma. and its relationship to Mystery Babylon in my book, Power from on High, by the way. Um, So all these so-called medical devices that are designed to be embedded in the human body or mind in the form of neural implants, biochips, nanochips, um, DNA-type chips, microchip implants, uh, injecting, you know, electronic pumps of various kinds into your body. So, you know, there are two, there are, there are multiple ways an authoritarian system can manage its people. And, and one way, the, the, statistics, the statistics of people who are suffering in America from uh, unusual pain, severe pain, agonizing pain, the spectrum of people that are suffering from legitimate medical pain is massive. And the two ways that uh, an authoritarian society can control the population is either by over-releasing, over-prescribing pain medication, uh, allowing illegal drugs to to flourish and come into a country. But a lot of people don't understand that an equally devious and strategic way for control to occur is to withhold, block, prevent the release of deliberately, deliberately. You're blocking, you're stopping, you're preventing people who have legitimate diagnosed medical pain from getting pain-killing substances is you deliberately prevent them from getting it. You deliberately block the release of legitimate painkillers that would normally alleviate pain in, in individuals that are suffering. And in America, it's a staggering number of people. So let's, let's rehash this important concept. There's two ways you can control the masses. One is by opening the floodgates and indiscriminately releasing pain medication, illegal drugs, and, you know, that's one way. But the other way, which is equally used, is to stop people who legitimately need pain medication uh, from getting it. And that allows for control. So you, you should be suspicious when you see this tsunami in, in, in every talk show and, and uh, episodic TV and films and on and on and on. There's constant themes of drug overdoses due to uh, narcotic-type drugs. Well, that is a systematic targeting of a certain segment of the population. And, and why is there the alarm bells happening now? Well, because the goal of Big Pharma is to make more money, more money, more money, and more money. So it's in their best interest, not necessarily the best interest of people suffering from pain, 
for them to want to insert new technologies like artificial pumps that they place in your body that will pump out on time release pain-killing drugs. And you go, well that, well, that would stop overdoses and stuff. Well, I don't know what it will do for overdoses, but I do know that the pain, the, the pumps uh, leak, the pumps uh, can cause death infections. There's, there's a massive list of liabilities regarding pain pumps and stuff like that. So Big Pharma is making a lot more money. But quite frankly, after their display of the, uh, what do I want to call that? The vax, their credibility, their integrity, and their trustworthiness uh, is highly suspicious. So having neural implants or pain pumps or whatever device they're going to put in your body or your brain or whatever, you know, your body according to the Bible, is the temple of the Holy Spirit. That's, that's like a form, in my humble opinion, it's a perversion like rape, putting all this stuff in people's bodies and brains. And what is the real purpose of these technologies? Because the vax, um, the stuff that was in the vax allegedly contains all these properties which facilitate the transmission and reception of electromagnetic frequencies. Well, you were told, and I was told, that, that this would prevent COVID. We weren't told anything about uh, electromagnetic frequencies and turning the human body and brain into a transmitter, a broadcaster, or a receiver, which, by the way, can change your brain waves and cause you to be in a bad mood or a good mood can cause you to get disease, can literally wipe you out if the signal is too strong. Nobody said anything about that. So in terms of integrity, you know, what's that old expression? I can't even remember. You fool me once, you fool me twice, you know how that goes. So how many times are we going to get fooled again, over and over again, with the same lies? So the elite meeting in uh, Davos, Switzerland, and they believe they own us, by the way, and so we're, we're, we're slaves to them. MIT just developed this scarf that can be given to employees. And if the employees start to, to, to be sleepy at work, um, or if they begin to fall asleep at work, this scarf um, gives employees, uh, it wakes them up and it gives them a little buzz. Well, I would suspect, and I don't know this for sure, but if you turn up if, let's say you're using the scarf as an electromagnetic frequency broadcaster and transmitter. I would suspect that if you broadcast or turn up the, the force and magnitude through the scarf of the electromagnetic frequencies, especially beta waves, because beta waves can function like you know a couple of cups of espresso. So the buzz they may feel may come from a blast of beta wave electromagnetic frequencies. I talk about the specific electromagnetic frequencies in my book, Power, excuse me, in my book, um, A Prophecy of the Future of America, Volume 1 and 2, and in Power from on high. So did you sign up for that? I mean, did you volunteer to get that? Will you even be asked, or will it be part of whatever was put in your body? 
under threat of losing your job. So one company giving a presentation in Davos, Switzerland, to the elite, flying in in their giant jets. They don't, they don't have a care in the world about polluting the environment. It's a joke to them. They don't care about the environment, or they wouldn't fly in private jumbo jets across the planet constantly. Um, oh, well, one one uh, presenter was, was very concerned that, that this technology will be banned. You better believe this technology should be banned. And if you don't stand up and get others to stand up in a legal, lawful way and exercise your rights uh, and spread the word, if you don't do everything in your power to ban this technology while it's taking off now, then don't whine and complain before God if, if you start to be lined up for ever increasing, more powerful, more intrusive technology. And by the way, what, what, what do you think 5G is? 5G is an amplified signal, far more powerful than the previous 4G, 3G, and 2G cell phone technologies. 5G, and they could even go up to 6G or higher, 5G will literally clobber your mind with electromagnetic frequencies. Talk about the potentials for ADD, ADHD, autism, not being able to concentrate, diseases, cancer, you're messing with the human brainwaves, brainwaves of babies in wombs, brainwaves hitting young developing children whose minds haven't even been neurologically fully uh, uh, matured yet. You're, you're, you, as a parent, if you say nothing and do nothing, you are responsible. Don't complain to God if your child is damaged. Don't complain to God. Because, because why? Because you're responsible to act and to do what's right, not just be docile and apathetic and and walk around in a daze. You're responsible. Take ownership. God wants his people to take ownership. Okay? That means to occupy until he comes. That means take ownership. Take responsibility. Don't be disengaged. Don't develop, don't allow yourself to be programmed with a slave mentality. You're not a slave. God did not create you to be a slave. And in addition to that, God has given you an assortment of supernatural power. And the Christian church largely mocks the supernatural power of God. In the same way, the the, uh, overall culture mocks the Word of God. How dare you mock the supernatural power of God? If it's in the Bible, and it's operating according to the scripture, then it's of God. It doesn't take, you know, Albert Einstein to figure that out. All right. So, um, there, is, there are so many patents of new technologies allowing wireless interaction between the human brain and all this new technology are becoming more advanced faster and faster. And and these people are openly talk. Oh, they're openly talking about creating human machine cyborgs. You know, like like people and computers merged together. They're openly talking about it. They're openly designing the technology. They're openly experimenting the technology. And um, you know, I think I'm going to.
tell you a story. I don't. I may have told it to you. I don't know. But I'm going to just share this with you. It's a supernatural story. I was recording on the the cliffs in Malibu, California. You know, so I'm standing on the cliffs and recording messages for you on, that go out on the internet. And behind me is the massive Pacific Ocean. And uh, I've been recording for about an hour. And then uh, uh, a rainy mist comes in to where we are. So we have to begin packing up the equipment and and leaving the area. But we're still videoing. And I gave instructions to leave the camera on me while I'm talking because the Lord is giving me a picture and the Lord is speaking to me in that still small voice. And I, I wanted to, I didn't want to lose it, lose the memory of it. So I simply began to speak about what I was experiencing. I don't even know if I revealed on the video that, that what I was talking about was coming from a supernatural source. Because often I won't say that, I won't reveal that. So in any case, I'm walking backwards while the camera is on me and going up the hill. And I, it's like, I know I'm sitting, I know I'm talking into the camera. I'm fully cognizant and aware of that. But it's like simultaneously, it's like part of me, it was as if I was transported and I was in these uh, large rooms in different places or around planet Earth. And I wasn't allowed to know the geographical uh, location and I wasn't allowed to know the specific addresses or locations of any of these secret large rooms. And that, I believe, was done for my protection so that I would be alive. And uh, in any case, I'm in these large rooms and I cannot, I, I, I have this like, it's a kind of a heightened awareness that these rooms are laboratories and I'm aware that very evil experimentation is going on right now at the very moment I was speaking into the camera. I was very aware that this evil experimentation was going on. And what the evil experimentation was, it was genetic DNA experimentation where animal and human DNA uh, was being merged and grown, you know, with artificial womb type technology. And then other stuff, which was what happens when animal and human DNA is scientifically manipulated to create some artificial species. And the horror of it is, is I'm not going to share that with you. It's too horrible. And so what it was, was that the Lord wanted me to see in the spiritual realm. He wanted me to see, and he protected me at the same time. He wanted me to see the, the hidden works of darkness that were actually going on among many different highly developed nations. And how, and the Lord wanted me to see how evil this was and what a, an abomination it was. But he wanted me to know with 100% certainty 
that this was really going on, that this was real, and this was evil in his eyes, uh, and that this that this was real, and that's why I spoke about it on the video, and that's why I'm speaking about it now. This is not a game that we're talking about. This is where men's hearts are going. This is where the globalist elite want to lead us because they're transhumanists. And from a biblical perspective, you know, at a certain point, the human race crosses over some kind of invisible line in the sand, which represents the law of God and the judgment of God. And mankind can only push God so far with its evil works. And then at some point, God, they cross over that line and God says, enough is enough. And that happened, has happened a number of times in human history. And it happened in the days of Noah. The evil was compiling and growing and growing and growing. And the specific evil, I believe, that triggered the flood of Noah, yes, there was wickedness and evil occurring all over the earth. But I believe that the specific sin that triggered the flood of Noah was the fact that the human race was rebelling from God and that human females were mating with fallen angels, producing the genetic hybrid race, um, which became the Rephium and the Nephilim. So the mating of human female DNA, and remember, human being DNA and, and, and genetic codes are sacred to God. They're sacred to God. God created the human DNA and the human genetic code, and it is only human beings that are human genetically that can be saved, that can have their sins forgiven, and that can be uh, born again. If you are a hybrid or a cyborg or an android or some kind of genetically modified human being that no longer has authentic human being DNA, then your sins cannot be forgiven, you cannot be born again, and you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven, and you cannot receive eternal life. That privilege is only available to men and women with human DNA. That is a a vastly important truth that you'll hardly hear anyone preach. But you have to understand the gravity of the situation. So this rebellion by mankind where they're working in secret laboratories, they're, they're talking about it in the open, in, in Davos, Switzerland. Uh, they're, they're putting all these implants in people. And when they start to mess with dominating the human will, when they start to mess with human DNA, um, let me give you an example. The, in, in 2018, uh, there was a world government summit held in the United Arab Emirates, and top globalists and world leaders from around the world uh, met to push and promote uh, what they consider to be key themes. And they, the, the elite that met for their world government summit, they pledged to promote the normalization and glorification of cyborgs. In other words, use the media, use the entertainment industry, 
use the churches, use every avenue at your disposal to promote a positive concept of a cyborg and promote the normalization and and not only the, promote the normalization, promote the lie that a cyborg is an ideal human. It's a to to promote the glorification of cyborgs as superior beings. And the cyborgs, in their definition, are a combination of computer, machine, and human being. Now, obviously, when you combine a human being with a computer and a machine, then that human being part of you is no longer really human. Because when you've merged a human being with a computer, with artificially genetically manipulated DNA and uh, uh, and create a cyborg, then a cyborg cannot be an authentic human being. Cyborgs, androids, and robots can never be saved. They can never have their sins forgiven. They can never be born again, and they can never be given eternal life by God, and they can never, ever enter the kingdom of heaven. So this is a rebellion against God beyond what occurred at um, ancient Babylon at the time of the Tower of Babel, and beyond that which occurred um, prior to the great flood of Noah. So that's what they're doing. And so uh, they also called on governments around the world to facilitate and empower this transition um, among the human race so that a sizable percentage of, of once human being DNA people are now slotted to become a, a new non-human species that is a combination of part technology and part human. And in addition to that, um, it, 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 they, they want to create this artificial world where all of this flows into is they want to create not only artificial human beings, but an artificial reality, an artificial world that's compute, computer generated. And they want to, through their transhumanist movement, and this is what, what's driving this is the Luciferian lust to be God. And the servants of Lucifer, the globalists, with their mad quest for control over the human body and mind, they want to create this, they want to eradicate God's reality. They want to eradicate God's world and replace it with an artificial man-made world, you know, like a metaverse, a digital electronic artificial world with an artificial reality, a virtual world with a virtual reality a metaverse, and um, they want to have people so sucked into the metaverse and virtual reality and artificial reality that it is their plan that, is, that the artificial reality, the metaverse, functions like a, like a drug, like people who are on drugs, and they are propelled into this fantasy world, and they, don't, they, they lose their ability to be aware of and to understand that they've actually entered uh, a, a giant concentration camp disguised as if it was an amusement park. 
So the difference between what Hitler did in Nazi Germany and what the communists did in Russia and China is that this new new world order designed by the globalist elite is is based upon the vision of Aldous Huxley where it's controlled by a scientific elite who programmed the people in such a way that the people have no realization or conscious awareness that they are indeed slaves. They've been programmed to believe that they're happy and free like, like people that are hypnotized. In reality, they're slaves, but they've been programmed to believe that they're happy and free. So the analogy that, that, that I'm using is it's like the concentration camps of Nazi Germany or the hellish reality in communist Russia and communist China in this new metaverse world by the globalist elite, they're going to redesign the concentration camps and the prison-like atmosphere of these communist nations, and they're going to brainwash people and use electronic technology to create virtual realities, artificial realities, and metaverses so that people will actually think that the concentration camp and the prisons they've walked into, they're going to actually believe that they have now walked into this day-glow colored with fancy music, super technological amusement parks. And they're going to really think that they're there for fun and good times and happiness, but it's all an artificial computer-generated hallucination. Okay, and if they were, to, if somebody was to unplug them from the hallucination, they would realize that they're in a stinking concentration camp and a hellhole. But they won't notice it. They will, as Huxley said, they will learn to love. They will learn to love their slavery, and so. They call it, Huxley called it, a dictatorship without tears. Now, I know that that's, you know, disturbing, but it's supposed to be disturbing because God did not intend for us to live or for mankind to live in this artificial reality. The original reality was created by God. It was the Garden of Eden, paradise. So that reflects the difference between the globalist elite plan and God's plan. God's plan for mankind, for you and me and our children and loved ones, God's plan was for us to live eternally in paradise. That's why he created the Garden of Eden. But when you reject the truth, you, you exit paradise. And God, because he's loving and forgiving, wants to rescue all of us, save us give us the gift of eternal life, and he wants to bring us back in brand new glorified bodies to live forever within, with him in a glorious paradise called the kingdom of heaven. And we'll live in a new earth, a new heaven, and a new Jerusalem. And it will be, it will be beyond the Garden of Eden, and it'll be wondrous and beautiful, and it will be built on true love and true caring, and true acceptance for every person. And you can see why Lucifer and his followers hate that, because they won't be allowed in. And that's why we're in this the greatest battle. That's why we're, we're fighting this spiritual war. And so it's no accident that you're listening to this program, the Paul McGuire Report. 
but I need your help to spread this message far and wide. So I ask you to donate and contribute as the Lord leads you. I ask you to pray for us. I ask you to spread this message far and wide. God bless you. This is Paul McGuire. Remember, carry on. Never give up. No retreat. No surrender. With God, all things are possible. Don't try to do it on your own strength. You need the power of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. You need you need to be rocket-fueled by power from on high. And I'm not kidding about that. That's why I titled my book, Power From On High. You need God's rocket fuel, power from on high. It's only when you have the supernatural power from on high and you're guided by God's supernatural word, the word of God, that you can be an overcomer. That is God's destiny and plan for you, created before the foundation of the world. That makes it possible for you to have peace, serenity, and answers to prayer and all kinds of resources that are not available to the unbelieving. Do you realize that these exceedingly precious promises that God has given us in his word, they're not available to, to people that don't believe. They're only available to people that believe. It's just that simple. Those that don't believe, those that don't believe are, are shut out from these resources. And it's so simple for you to tap into these resources. But you've got to believe. You can't, you can't continually doubt and expect God to move. God bless you. This is Paul McGuire. Carry on.